0: Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson.
1: Welcome back to Inside Sources. You're here with Kate Clune and Scott Simpson, and we get to talk about big tech and whether or not Scott people actually care about it. <laughs> Should it be regulated, broken up, moderated? Oh, I think they care about it.
0: It's interesting, though. It's kind of counterintuitive. I, you know, I, once the president, former president, was deplatformed, I think the whole idea of big tech and regulation. It, it, the fact that you would hear about regulating big tech from Republicans was just weird. It, it was, was an interesting a, turn. Very interesting turn.
1: Yeah, well, we have the Center for Growth and Opportunity at Utah State University. And they asked Americans what they think in a unique poll, but not so unique that the results weren't also similar across the country with other uh, institutions. And, and I think the results might surprise our listeners. And luckily, we have Will Reinhart, who is a senior research fellow at the Center for Growth and Opportunity here with us to walk us through these attitudes? Welcome. Thanks for having
0: me. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this this poll now for almost two years, and it's something that we, as a you know, as an organization, kind of take pride in. And I think what it's what it's allowed us to do is to really try to understand the how people are thinking about big tech issues and government and data. And free speech, a lot of the things that are now in the news and people care a lot about, it's something that I've been focused on and really interested in and trying to better understand now for – you know, almost a decade now, but this, this poll is about two years old and we've got about four instances of it now. So it's, I think we've got a good sense of how people actually feel about these, these broad topic issues. So will give it, give it to me straight. Are people like me and they fear the robot overlords, the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the algorithm that we, that we worship every day as we look at our screens or are we okay with big tech? I think that it's a very, you know, I don't want to say it's complicated, but it is complicated right there. We, we see this, there's a general distrust towards social media in particular. That, that's one of our big findings pretty consistently. Um, so the, the most distrusted companies, at least in our polling, is, is really TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. And that is, that's distinct and different from other big tech companies like Google and Amazon and Microsoft and i think the the way we think about it is that social media is kind of a hard to understand right it's a it's a it's a you don't really know if you're getting a good deal the products are kind of hard to understand but something that's concrete like search um or like an amazon marketplace those things are are very real and people understand the benefits of it whereas you know facebook and tiktok and and twitter that's a it's a, it's a it's a softer product and it's a, it's kind of harder to understand the real value in these things
1: so one of the things well that fascinated me was that you found that 61% agreed social media is the primary means of having important public policy conversations. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. But only 24% regularly use social media to do that. I have not seen a single important public policy conversation on Facebook. I mean, this, is, this is so interesting to me.
0: Yeah, this is something I specifically really wanted to ask because in, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a bit of a nerd on these topics and this is a question that to me is just it there's only a couple times it's ever really been asked, which is which is I think fundamental to our lives, right? If we do talk about politics, where are we talking about politics? Is it online? Is it offline? And and I think what our polling shows is that there are important public policy conversations that are going online, but most people aren't doing it that way right they're They're having conversations with friends and family they're over the water cooler right they're they're at school or they're at you know at an office where they're having these sorts of conversations they're not going on necessarily online and 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 what I think this means to me is that when we look at online discourse and online conversations and, and people who are really focused on Twitter and, and Facebook conversations, it is a very specific group that's online and it's, it's debating politics. And I think you're, you're exactly right, right? It's, I, I don't go on and debate, even though I'm involved in policy, I don't go on and debate politics all that much in you know on Twitter. I, I use it much differently. And I, I, I think about these things and kind of use these tools much differently than somebody else that might be going online just to debate politics.
1: Yeah, my TikTok is full of dog videos and musical theater <laughs> gossip. So if I have seen something, uh-huh. my gardening. That, right? Yeah, I'm so. doing. I'm doing it wrong. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, what other things did you find that kind of stuck out to you or surprised you a little bit in this survey?
0: Yeah, there's a couple things that I I I think that just really I, I can't get them out of my mind. Right. So one of the things that I, I find is really interesting is that there's a lot of distrust of federal government as compared to the local government, mm. and this kind of is. I find this a little bit uh, haphazard because we know that local governments writ large have had a lot more data breaches, right? I don't want to <laughs> put anyone on blast in, in in the state, but, you know, there's been concerns about data breaches in, in a number of different kind of regional government organizations. And, you know, it's the federal government that people distrust more. So I think that's kind of an interesting sort of finding that that, that we ended up teasing out. Um, the other thing that I think that's really interesting is is really about content moderation, and it seems that, you know, we, we kind of talked earlier about the, about the former president, there seems to be this kind of um, this, this step down view on content moderation. So, you know, about 70% of people agree that social companies are justified in removing users that violate their rules, but this drops down to 60% for elected officials, right? So it's, hmm. there, there's a pretty big drop in support. And similarly, only about 60% of people support, um, removing disruptive users, as compared to fifty percent of disrupted or dis- disruptive elected officials. And so what I'm, what I see is that that uh, that elected officials, people give them a lot more leeway because they're elected officials, right? Um, but there's still pretty broad support and and uh, and really just justification, really for for content moderation. And then the last thing that I think is really really interesting. I don't want to take too much time, but it's that I think we really see this pretty big delineation, this really big distinction between different types of, uh, uh, different types of content sources. So generally speaking, people hold news media and kind of traditional media outlets, you know, including, including this one as well to a much higher degree of, of, um, accuracy and responsibility for biased information as compared to social media companies. So it's about two thirds, uh, or I'm sorry, it's about, about, uh, You know, seventy-five percent of people agree that news companies should have a should be fined for 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 you know reporting bias or or inaccurate information, but this drops down to about fifty percent for social media companies. So it's it's interesting, and I think that there's this real big um, gap between how people think social media companies should be regulated and how traditional companies should be regulated as well. So, Will, in in about the minute we have left, where does this issue fall on voters? list of priorities do they I mean is this is this a difference maker between now and November that's a good question and you know we haven't asked this and I think this is something we're going to do in our in future polling so I'd love you know listeners please reach out to me and let me know how you think this should be framed we're trying to actively ask this question Um, But other work that I've seen and that we've that I, you know, I I have kind of keep up to date with a decent amount of these and big tech issues tend to not be in the in the top priority. Um, A lot of a lot of people care about, you know, local jobs, they care about the economy, they care about their kids, they care about, you know, perhaps their, you know, their loved ones that maybe have an opioid addiction in some cases, you know, I'm, I'm uh uh, and so there, there's when you talk about the total set of issues, big tech and regulation of, of big tech companies really doesn't hit the, the major issues. And all these other important things do, you know, uh, everyone well, cares about inflation and, and gas prices. So.
1: Totally. Well, Will Reinhardt, a senior research fellow at the Center for Growth and Opportunity at USU. Thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me today.
1: Well, coming up, internal polls from two Senate candidates in Utah tell two different stories. And we're going to talk about who's right and who's wrong after the break.